that's weird. That's fucking weird. We should probably talk about it. There's a mystery here. I haven't listened. I listened to the one before the last one, but I haven't listened to one in a long time. God, Christy, if we won't even listen to ourselves, how do we expect anyone else to listen to us? Is that how that works? No, I hope not. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Uh, oh, podcasts. That's us. I feel like I don't have a lot of time to listen to podcasts anymore, which really, which I have nothing but time, let's be clear. Yeah. But it's because... I'm at home and I feel weird listening to podcasts at home. Yeah. What are you going to do? Like lay there and stare at the ceiling? <laughs> exactly. You I'd can't. rather watch Criminal Minds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I haven't been listening to podcasts that much because I'm not commuting anywhere. Exactly. I'm not doing anything during the day. Mm-hmm. I, I could sit and listen like some like old woman listening to FDR, but like. <laughs> listening to FDR. <laughs> yeah it is an interesting concept i i want to i don't actually want to but it, it would be interesting if someone did like research and was like where do people listen to podcasts like yeah probably commuting probably yeah. at work it's but nice does, if you want to do something i should do yeah. it while i like cook or something yeah that's true oh yeah that's the only time i listen is when i'm doing the dishes mm-hmm. and that's just to catch up on like my favorite murder it's the only one i'm like i have to listen to this otherwise i'm not gonna get the jokes and the memes on the facebook page (laughs) (laughs) um i the furderino one with everybody's pets that's the only thing that i even care about on facebook now it's the best just a bunch of cute animal photos sometimes people talking about murder my favorite is when uh, somebody says, I'm having a bad day. Please send photos. And then they just get a stream of everybody's <laughs> pets. It's so cute. It's so cute. That's what Facebook should be used for. Yeah, I don't understand. Also, uh, there there are a lot of people that I'm friends with on Facebook that I don't know. And I don't know where I know them from. I don't know how they got access to my information. Did you accept their friend (laughs) request, maybe? Yeah, of course. And (laughs) I just don't remember why. And it happens. Then I'll see their name and be like, who the fuck is this? And I'm about to delete them. (laughs) But when I look at their actual post, it's like, everybody look at my new puppy. And I'm like, okay, well, they just got a puppy so they can stay. They can stay, I guess. You can stay. That's I do the same thing i'm like who the fuck are these people yeah uh it's because facebook is my repository for like in college when i would meet somebody and they're like we should hang out we should be friends and i'd be like great look me up on facebook so that way i would never have to contact them they wouldn't have my phone number right so that they wouldn't have my phone number (laughs) and i'd never talk to them again regardless if they had my phone number i still wouldn't talk to them again ever but it's better this way it is because it's less rude i started going through my twitter and instagram uh like who i follow on twitter and instagram because i was this bored could have been listening to a podcast i guess uh but instead i was just trying to go through and make it so that i only followed 666 people (laughs) i didn't even i couldn't even do it i got down to like 800 amazing but it was that was one of my goals this week and I didn't get to it so wow great wow great I mean I guess we could get to the weird part yeah, of this podcast we could probably uh skip ahead a little bit yeah. to to this part <laughs> we could yeah we'll see we'll see we'll see we'll find out um Christine is it I? my turn yeah what day is it no what episode is it 31 right yes, yes. yeah 
So that's all you, girl. Wow. You're going to love this one. Ooh, okay. And I can't wait to tell you about it. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to hear about it. I can't wait to hear about it. Uh, Okay. So this is about the Fox sisters. Oh. And um, you will recognize, like, spiritism or spiritualism. Okay. So spiritism is a type of spiritualism, according to Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, (laughs) the writer of Sherlock. (laughs) Right. Um, Apparently, he got real into spiritualism later in his life. I think maybe his wife died or something, so he got, like, really obsessed with it. Um, And... I think Houdini was like, nah, man, this is bullshit. Let me just show you. And like really tried to prove to Sir Arthur Conan Doyle <laughs> that it was bullshit. And he, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle was like, fuck you. Oh my God. It's real. And they weren't friends anymore. It tore apart their relationship. I never knew they were friends. Well. That's random. Yeah. I watch it be somebody else and not Houdini at all. And they were born a different eras but whatever it's fine um anyway so uh spiritualism is like when you believe in ghosts and like do seances and stuff okay um spiritism is different because it kind of seems like people try to be a little more scientific about it i guess um like so all spiritualism offshoots i guess kind of have these things in common it's a belief that the soul continues to exist after the death of the physical body, a belief in spirit communication, even after death, it is possible for the soul to learn and improve, um, a belief in a god, often referred to as infinite intelligence, uh, the natural world considered as an expression of said intelligence, and personal responsibility for life circumstances. And uh, so spiritists kind of approach that more often in like a more like a philosophical, moral way and less like a religious way. Right. Um, Which I appreciate. And also, uh, in addition to doing cool shit like holding seances in haunted Victorian mansions, which is 100 percent what spiritism is about, um, a lot of them actually were um, abolitionists. And pushed for women's suffrage. Nice. Yeah. So they sound like cool fucking people. They sound like our kind of people. They're yeah. fucking rad. Which I didn't know about that part. And it made me really excited because it that's cool. <laughs> um, anyway, so the Fox sisters. Um, they had a huge impact on American spiritism. They basically started the whole spiritualism thing. Um, and... So you know how like when people do a seance and someone's like, rap twice if you can hear me, spirit, like that? <laughs> yeah. They started it. They invented that shit. Oh, what? Yeah. So in 1848 in New York, the state, not the city. Okay. Um, They started hearing like unexplained rappings in their home and thought maybe it was haunted. Um, I think they had moved in recently. Uh, it was Kate and Margaret Fox are the two sisters who could commune with the spirits. And one of them was 12 and 15, I think. Um, and so they had heard that, like a rumor maybe, that there, someone was murdered in the house that they lived in. Mm-hmm. So they decided that was a ghost that they heard. And they tried to communicate with it. And basically they figured out how to communicate with the ghosts. And they convinced their mom... 
that they could and they like taught the spirit um the alphabet basically in a series of raps what um to try and like explain things uh and then all their neighbors came over and were like fucking what uh trying to talk to the ghost everybody uh they found out um well and and people got like pissed because to the point where they got kicked out of their church because they were like what is this they're witches or they're lying oh jeez. um so what they communicated with the ghost and they found out is it was the spirit of someone named charles b rosna a peddler uh and, and a missing person who was murdered in the house and buried in the basement presumably before they moved in there but that wasn't actually specified in anything <laughs> the truth comes like out like their dad just murdered someone and they're right. like dad he's still here and that's how they knew everything about him yeah basically yeah. they murdered him wow um so interestingly enough there's there, there's like i don't know um some things where people are very skeptical about it and i'll tell you why there's a real big reason to be skeptical um but <laughs> Charles B. Rosna wasn't a person, as far as we know. Um, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle actually wrote that the neighbors later found bones in the basement, but they didn't find his bones in the basement. However, in 1904, they did find a skeleton buried in the cellar wall. What? Yeah. So there really were bones in the basement. Someone was actually murdered and, and buried in there. They just didn't find them when they said they found them. They didn't find them when they said they found them. Well, actually, Conan Doyle was like, um, we found, like, they found, like, some bone, like, some couple of bones or something, like, a, you know, a couple of bones in the basement. It's, it's fine. Totally human. As you Definitely do. dead. Yeah. Um, but it was, like, a whole human skeleton that somebody hid in the wall of the cellar that they found, like, decades later. Oof. So that part I thought was interesting that it was, they really were right about that part of it, <laughs> even though they it probably wasn't whoever guy they said it was. Right. Um, so like I said, people hated them. They got, things got heated. So they went to Rochester um, till they had an older sister named Leah. She was, this is, I mean, this is, people are still settling on the frontier in America. And she was 33, she was divorced, I read somewhere, and she had kids, and they went to go live with her. Oh, okay. Um, but it was kind of crazy that she was, like, just, you know, some single lady. Just great aunt. Like, it's it's your Aunt Leah. Yeah. Up yeah. in Rochester. So they have a much older sister that they go live with in Rochester. Um, and to, to set up the time frame, so this, like, religious... Um, revivalism was happening kind of too. So there's like fucking cowboys and settlers in the frontier and there's like fundamentalist preachers all over the place. Um, dudes are seeming to be getting messages from God left and right. Um, this is like, like a couple decades before, um, the guy who started Mormonism started Mormonism and right now when they start to see spirits is about when that's picking up and it's its whole own thing now. Mm -hmm. And so there's like Mormon preachers everywhere and like Quaker and Shaker and all that <laughs> shit. Right. Uh, and so these two girls go live with their 
um, Sister Leia, and she's, I, I don't know if she, like, really believes that they can do it, but she really picks up on this, like, trend where she's like, yeah, everybody's, like, looking for answers. They're looking for new ideas. These people can talk to the dead. Let's get on board with this shit and just start, like, she basically, like, engineers this whole rise of a religion based on these girls being able to communicate with ghosts. Mm, okay. And she carts them around and marketing is them and stuff like that and turns them into these like famous mediums that do like lectures and public seances and all this shit. Um, there's also a guy named Andrew Jackson Davis, which is why the dude seeing messages from God is relevant because he's also known as the seer of Poughkeepsie. <laughs> and he wrote a book called The Divine Principles of Nature, which um, some European mystic guy wrote a bunch of spiritism-like stuff, and he based his book on that. And it basically says that like the world we live in is just a shadow of the spirit world and that spirits interact with the living every day, whether we know it or not. And he predicted in the book that someday uh, the truth would present itself in a, the form of a living demonstration. So basically he, um, and it was more like a prophecy kind of feeling than a just, I think this will happen, that someday soon we'll be able to communicate with spirits. And then Leia read this book, because it was like a bestseller at the time, and was like, shit, that's my sister's. Let's go on the road with this show. Damn, that, what a businesswoman. Exactly. <laughs> Very much a businesswoman. And uh, also she had um, a couple of like her best friends in Rochester were these like radical Quakers. And so she took her sisters over to their house and they really believed that they were communicating with ghosts. And they told all their friends. And that basically like a bunch of radical Quakers got together and were like, actually, this is really true and they <laughs> formed the whole spiritualism religion kind of movement thing uh that's the core of it and that's also why partially they're so um related to like abolitionists and like women's suffrage and also temperance um because i guess the radical quakers were for all those things so they're like let's just take everything good about our religion and also talk to ghosts is what I assume they said verbatim. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I never knew that I, there was a religion I would like, but if, there, if there's one where we're talking to ghosts, let's do it. Oh, yeah. Um, I love spiritism and spiritualism. I didn't know it was this cool. It sounds pretty rad, but I love it because it always, always had this image of the like uh, wacky old British lady medium with like a for some reason turban around her head right who like communes with spirits in this creepy Victorian house which sounds dope yeah exactly it sounds great it's very my aesthetic let's but, say that <laughs> let's be real that's what like when people say it like oh I'm not religious I'm spiritual like I used to kind of look at that like okay you do yoga we get it but <laughs> um I don't know. Now it sounds fucking cool. Now it so. sounds real. When you put it like that. This is the judgy episode where we <laughs> judge everything and everyone. And I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. So so they uh, they started a whole movement 
lots of people started calling themselves spiritualists or spiritists. Um, they Tons of people started trying to commune with the dead um, and doing seances and lots of like trance lectures and shit like that. It's this whole big thing and it's real cool um, and spooky uh, and a lot of like modern like paranormal investigating me shit is based off these people basically being like this is how you communicate with ghosts this is what this is how you know they're like the the grandmothers of evps or whatever like uh-huh well not really but you know what i mean that kind of um communication with ghosts or whatever yeah like a hundred percent yeah they're so they would like um they would basically put on a a seance and do the whole, uh, everything that's stereotypical about it that you think, like, that's just what they would do. That's why it's a stereotype, because right. they invented it. And then they would communicate it in these, like, loud, like, popping or snapping sounds, like a crack or, you know, a, that kind of thing. Right. Um, could be heard, um, presumably from the ghost responding, and no one could figure out how they did it. It was... Like, for a lot of people, a lot of people were skeptical. In fact, one guy even married um, Margaret and was a total skeptic and was like, honey, this is bullshit. Then why would she marry him? Sister. I don't know. Maybe he was real hot. <laughs> I assume. So true. Uh, and he he was very skeptical of it. And he didn't want her to um, do it anymore. She, like took a break from it basically while they were married but he had some dangerous career so he died and then she was like well here i am again talking to even my husband now wow um but yeah so nobody could figure it out even the guy who married her he couldn't figure it out nobody could um this is why (laughs) is because they made the sounds with their feet oh they margaret um, and Kate, but mostly Margaret, I think, um, Margaret, I think, wrote like a tell-all book. And um, they came out and were like, listen, it's all fake. We were kids. We It started out as a prank on our mom, and our mom just refused to believe that it wasn't a ghost. Like, there's this whole story about, like, um, they started, they, like, tied up, like, apples and stuff on the off the side of the roof to like pull and like make knocking noises and like it was a very elaborate prank oh my gosh and uh and their mom was like what could be happening here and they're like well you know mom tomorrow's literally april fools so maybe someone is trying to prank you and she's like no it's the spirits and they're like all right well their mom was super extra their mom was very extra <laughs> and then she got the whole town involved and then they got kicked out of their church is basically and then their sister uh dragged him around and and made him do this basically is they're like listen we were small we, we were small <laughs> we didn't know how to not how to say no to our sister um strong arming us into being this like sideshow slash core of a movement and after all that time you can't really it had gone too far there it was no gone way back. too far and and apparently they they didn't really have a lot of like supervision like the the sister was more of a like promoter than she was a um 
big sister and like a mother figure so right. i guess like what i imagine is that they just like traveled around like little rock stars and just like drank a bunch <laughs> what it what it says is um they 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 apparently drank enough and often enough that they did not like that experience anymore. Oh wow! Um, but all it said was like, with the lack of parental supervision, the girls started to drink wine. Like that's literally what the Wikipedia article. So I don't know what that means. Like, are girls not supposed to drink wine? That's too much. It was I, I, maybe super scandalous back then. Drinking I guess. wine like a rock star. <laughs> anyway, um, so so they kind of. Um, probably got a little bit too into the fame of it and they were way too far into the prank and also when they even tried to be like no it's not real come on uh people didn't believe them and (laughs) and the sister I guess knew she like brought him aside and was like listen I'm not gonna judge you if you really can't commune with the spirits I just need to know how you did it and if you can reproduce it and that I need you to know that we're going to do this. We're, we're still going to do it, even if it's we're fake. Just let this. me know. I just need to know the secret. And, like, so I guess what they did was they, like, and they practiced this, too. Like, you know how when you're a kid and you find some weird uh, thing to do and you practice it forever? Like, some people can, like, um, just sort of wave around their hand a bunch and their fingers hit together and it makes a snappy noise. Ew, yeah. Yeah. So they, <laughs> they, they figured out something to do, like, to crack their toes or, like, to... to push their um, big toe and their second toe together and like snap like you would with a finger. Ew. So, and they learned how to do it even between their, in their stockings. So that's why no one could figure it out. Cause who's fucking looking at your bare feet, making sure that you aren't snapping with your toes. Well, right. And back then, didn't they have big skirts or something to yeah. hide their little feet under? Yeah. <laughs> they, oh. they hid their feet so well. <laughs> they, they hid their feet right, right by their heart with their biggest secret that everything was fake. <laughs> I'm I'm very upset that it was fake. It was all so fake and everybody hated them for saying it to the point where they were like, "Okay, well, fuck you then." And they they recanted it. They were like, "Just kidding. I just I felt pressured in saying that it's real. It's real, I promise." <laughs> um, but basically like they were real popular. They got rich off this shit. Um, it started an entire movement that actually exists till today and people just kind of ignore the fact that they came out and said it was all fake Mm -hmm. and then they came out and said it was all fake and everyone was like okay well fuck you then and continued on with their spiritism (laughs) and they all died in abject poverty like i think at most like five years from when they came out and said it was fake oh no yeah so that's the end of it that's pretty sad um (laughs) just ended on a real bummer just ended on a real high note uh, if all the spiritist people that think that it really exists, unlike they did, um, <clears throat> they can probably just like commune with their spirits and ask them about it now. So. Yeah, that's true. So it, maybe maybe some ghost hunters should uh, get on that. They're clearly kicking around somewhere. <laughs> just snapping their toes snapping in their, their graves toes. or whatever. Exactly. Oh, man. So that's really cool. That's like, of course, it's chicks that started the, uh, like, I mean, in a way, ghost hunting, but real or like communicating with ghosts or whatever, mm-hmm. even if they said it wasn't real. 
The Long Island medium can thank them. The Long Island medium. For her entire career. Yes. That's what I'm trying to communicate here. There's a celebrity medium, too. I've never watched his show. <laughs> what? But I think it's on, like, E or something. Oh, I got to see that. He did, Yeah, I don't know what that guy's name is, but sounds amazing. <laughs> the Fox sisters, I never knew. Yeah. Yeah, so that's my... That's fine. I feel like this podcast makes us smarter just in that it, not necessarily smarter, but it makes us know more about history and weird things. I feel like I'm learning. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Me too. Okay, good. I'm glad. Uh, so I did one of the most popular like subjects of podcasting, I think. Like everyone does this. Ooh. So figured we should too because it is a fucking mystery it's a uh, bella in the witch elm i haven't even heard of it Are, what really yeah i feel like everyone has covered <laughs> this already literally everyone i feel judged <laughs> no you're i not feel judged. very attacked no. <laughs> <laughs> well that's good that's great <laughs> i was expecting you to be like this bitch like who doesn't know what happened to bella in the witch elm i don't okay good you gotta tell me i gotta <laughs> On April 18th, 1943, four boys were hanging out in the Hagley Wood in England. This is all takes place in England. Well, of course that's haunted with witches. Yeah. Who hangs out somewhere called Hagley Wood? Get out. <laughs> uh, the boys were searching for birds in the area, like poaching illegally, basically. Oh. And that led them to an old witch elm tree. It had a hollowed out trunk. And after climbing up to the very top, one of the boys made a creepy gross discovery he saw what he assumed was an animal skull but after looking closer he could see hair and teeth that looked very human oh no is this real yes it's real your (gasps) face by the way you were so disgusted (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's real wow i mean as far as i know (laughs) uh so the boy climbed down in a hurry and told the other boys what he had found um again they were on the property illegally so instead of running to the cops they decided they would tell no one <laughs> take <laughs> take the secret to their graves they of said course. um because they were scared of getting in trouble but one of the boys the youngest one of course it's always the the youngest one he felt really guilty and so he told his parents about the skull and his parents called the police uh, not only was there a skull in that witch elm trunk, there was an entire skeleton. The skull had a piece of taffeta stuffed in its mouth. There were strips of clothing, old shoes, and a gold ring laying around the body. The police determined that the skeleton was a woman between 35 and 40 years of age that had died about 18 months earlier. Which fuck yikes was she inside the tree yeah these things are fucking scary this or at least this one in particular is scary it's like really um there's like a tall part of a tree and then there's like this really round thing yeah um in the center of the trunk and it's like filled with these spiny like sharp spiky uh I don't know what they're called. Branches, I guess. Why does this exist? Exactly. That witch elms look horrifying. It's spelled Y or W-Y-C-H, by the way. Of course it is. Of course. (laughs) And no, it looks fucking scary. I can't believe the guy climbed it or could climb it without like hurting himself to look inside. But that's the perfect place to put a body, in my opinion. Yeah. It is so scary. Oh, my God. Uh, 
18 months, blah, 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 lost my spot. So she would have to either be, okay, so she was either alive or very freshly dead when put inside the tree since rigor mortis wouldn't have allowed for her to fit in otherwise. Like she was, her whole body was just like cramped in this thing. Oh my the, God. I know, right? Uh, the pathologist that examined what was left of the body or the skeleton, if we're being, um, whatever the word is, technical, technical. That's what I was thinking. Thank you. Um, he could tell that this woman was about five feet tall. She had mousy brown hair and had given birth at some point in the past. The woman had probably died by asphyxiation or suffocation due to the taffeta that they found in her mouth and the fact that her skeleton showed no other injuries. Because usually if you're stabbed, there's like marks on your bones and shit. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Or if you're shot, I mean, your skull would have like a bullet or whatever. Yeah, that's true. Um, So she also had very interesting teeth, like a lot of dental work had been done. But unfortunately, no dental records could be found that matched what was in her mouth. And even after a nationwide search... Uh, they totally came up empty. No dentist came forward, even though like as recently as like a year, someone had been working on her teeth. Yeah. No one came forward that said like, Hey, was it her dentist that killed her then? Maybe. That's a good theory, Christy. Yikes. Cause yeah. Why wouldn't you, it's also during the war. So like a lot of people were dying or gone mm. or, yeah. um, it was rough basically. So yeah, no one could identify the woman in the tree at all. Um, and the case kind of went cold for about eight months. And then the graffiti started showing up. So people were, or a person was writing on walls in the town. They put the words who put Lou Bella down the witch elm with a question mark. And then on another spot, they put the words Hagleywood Bella. Um, so then that gave her a name. Yikes. And they didn't know if it was Clarabella, Lou Bella, or just Bella. Uh, because there was other theories about who she might have been. But yeah, the graffiti started. Uh, the writing all seemed to belong to the same person or people, whomever, whomever was doing this, clearly knew something that the police didn't, but they didn't come forward. All they did was graffiti, graffiti. some walls. I mean, that's not very helpful. No, it's not. Unless they just totally made it up. Which also sounds right. Like Because I bet that became a like a creepy urban legend type story in the town. Yeah. So maybe someone just made up an identity for her and started putting it places. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, they couldn't find the graffiti artist. Uh, the person never came forward and obviously they couldn't find uh, out who Bella was. If indeed her name was Bella. Um, I feel like people are getting away with a lot in this town. Right? You can't even find a graffiti artist. Of course you can't find a murderer. <laughs> the 1940s, anything goes, I guess. They were like, you know what? We're at war. Maybe. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> the cops you know are like, what? I have something else to do. Do whatever you want. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. The Germans are doing whatever they want, so we can too. Why can't I do whatever I want? Yikes. Uh, theories about what happened to Bella cover just about everything from her being a Nazi spy that died parachuting out of a plane and just landed in that witch elm. Uh, or maybe she was used as an occult sacrifice by some evil witches. Cause it's always fucking witches. It's always witches. Where's the wizards? That's <laughs> yeah. what I want to know. The warlocks. Why don't you ever blame the dude witches or whatever <laughs> the fuck? Um, or which I think is very plausible is perhaps she just met the wrong guy. Cause, uh, Men kill women all the time. Or like you said, it could have been her fucking dentist. (laughs) 
He's like, I can't work on this bitch's teeth anymore. <laughs> I'm going to kill her. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm the worst. I feel like that's that's the right one. That sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to know for sure since to this day, no one has come forward with evidence about the identity of Bella in the witch elm. Uh, no family, no dentist. What happened to that baby she had? <laughs> like, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, There's a baby out there somewhere being like, I never knew my mom. Right. And who is uh, now a five foot tall person with mousy brown hair. <laughs> right. Oddly drawn to wooded areas. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, maybe your fucking mom was Bella. I don't know. Who knows? Just check. Um, but yeah, you need to see these witch elms. They're horrifying. I Googled it while you were talking. Oh, did you? <laughs> did you see the one? Because like some looked fine, but the one in relation to this was so scary looking. No, yeah. Um, They look like... Some of them look like the Whomping Willow, and some of them look like fucking monsters that Earth made to swallow us whole. It's... Yeah, especially I guess they're probably much scarier in like the fall and winter when they don't have leaves or anything. Um, yeah, I guess she was found in April, so I guess it's still or no, that's like spring. So maybe I don't know. Whatever. That's it'd be like creepy still. Is it ever warm in England? Maybe it was just. <laughs> <laughs> I per- assume it's like Seattle. Yeah, I don't really know. Perpetual fall, always kind of dreary. Always, always dreary. Somebody's following you around with a cup of tea. <laughs> that sounds delightful. I actually. assume. I love that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's the uh, the basics around the story of Bella in the Witch Elm. Don't know if that was her name. Don't know who she was. Don't know what happened to her. Though, pretty weird. Someone like stuffed some fabric down her throat to kill her. Yeah. Yikes. That almost seems like they were trying to silence her about something. So maybe she was a spy. Wow. Or, I don't know, she knew something she shouldn't have known. What kind of fabric is taffeta? Is that like the floofy stuff that people use on their tutus? It's not tulle. It's not tulle. That's tulle. Um, that's a good question, actually. What the fuck is taffeta? It sounds like fucking fancy shit. Let's, lo- let's Google To murder somebody with. Um, yeah, taffeta is usually a dress. It looks almost like, oh, no. Ew, I think it's a disgusting fabric that I hate. Um, It looks like silky, but I think when you feel it, it's like rough. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like everyone's prom dress is made out of taffeta. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Wow. Oh, man. (laughs) You're so upset about the taffeta. (laughs) It makes it like a hundred times worse. Right? Ugh. Please, if you're going to stuff a fabric down my throat and kill me, make it like a... 500 thread count Egyptian cotton or something. Something nice. I, I don't know if 500 thread count is nice. I think that's shitty. I'm not sure. You're asking the wrong person. I just thought it would be poetic to say a thread count. I loved it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, for the record, I choose velvet. <laughs> Ooh. I know. That would be a bad oh, way to die. No. But I. But it would be spooky. You know what? They probably wouldn't even be able to murder you because the texture would make you like throw it up. That's true. So... Maybe maybe I thought this through. Yeah, you're just thinking you're just thinking of survival. Yeah, always. <laughs> so uh, I'll post a photo of that scary witch elm, and I'll post a photo of the graffiti, um, and some links to where you can read more about the uh, the theories into who she was. Because I went over that really quick, but there's like some very in depth theories about 
her identity and um, who may have been involved in her murder. Wow. Yeah. So people really like they got some leads or are they just making making shit up? They're making shit up. I think there was one really good lead at some point, but then they the person that like someone came forward and was like, I know who it is and I know who killed her. But then the and it was like someone named Clarabella, Clarabella or whatever. Um, But that woman was really tall. Oh, so um, that wasn't obviously her because she's only five feet. Yeah. So weird. Fucking weird. And that's it. I want the answer. I'm sorry. I, I don't want have answers. one for you. <laughs> I guess if you have a cool, like a cool theory about, or a favorite theory or whatever about Bella and the Witch Elm, you should let us know. Yeah, tell me because I need somebody to tell me. Christy needs closure. I need closure for this. I can't believe it's real. It sounds fake. It sounds like a. I mean, it could be thing that kids tell. I mean, if people, if police looked it up, then there was at least a body, right? Well, right. I mean, there was a yeah, a skeleton was found. Like the fact that there's a body in a tree with a prom dress shoved down their neck. <laughs> the prom dress. <laughs> It sounds fake. It sounds like um, something that your parents tell you on prom night to make sure you don't have sex or something. Right. Right. <laughs> it's messed up, man. Uh, but yeah, if you have a, a, a theory, because I swear I've seen this covered on so many other like podcasts and like blogs and stuff, you can tweet us at That's Weirdcast. Wow. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's do it. Wow. Um, or, oh, so yeah, the Fox sisters are dead. Do they have like descendants, though? Probably. Because we should maybe get them to try to talk to the ghost of Bella and figure out what happened. There we go. Yep. We solved our problem. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> uh, as always, you can check out our show notes at that'sweird.org and um, rate, review, subscribe. Yeah, do that. I mean, that would be solid of you. Thanks. <laughs> and we'll talk to you next time. Uh-huh. <laughs> Chris is just like, uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. Probably. I don't know. Okay, bye. I'm the hype man here. (laughs) Please. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye.